This is Nerd Talk Lips. This week's episode of Nerd Talk Ellipse, where nerd enthusiasts such as us come together with a common goal to geek out and preach nerdism in yesterday's and today's nerd culture. Featuring your hosts, Lane Stein and DJ Ben Hollow. Enthusiasts, and thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Nerd Talk Lips. My name is Lane. And I'm Deej. And as always, we're geeking out weekly with our listeners about our favorite nerd topics. From Marvel and DC, specializing in the CWs, Flash, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, and Supergirl. Star Wars, Harry Potter, Pokemon, The Walking Dead, Dragon Ball Z, and everything in between. That's right, folks. And here on our show, we express pride in pop culture nerdism and work hard to bring you trending content from fandoms you love. Reach out to us via email, nerdtalklips at gmail.com. Facebook.com slash Nerdtalkalypse, Twitter at Nerdtalkalypse, or simply write up a review on iTunes. We'd love to hear some listener feedback. Thank you guys for joining us for episode 25 of Nerdtalkalypse. Uh, today we're going to have a little short little episode for you guys. We got nerd news, of course, and we're going to talk about the mid-season premiere of Fear of the Walking Dead. Yep, that premiered last night, um, kind of unbeknownst to both of us. Snuck right up on you. <laughs> yeah, we weren't really paying attention to when it was releasing, but uh, we watched it this morning, and um, it was good. But we're going to go ahead and get right into nerd news. It's time for the latest in nerd news with Nerd Talkalypse. All right, Welcome. We actually have only one category of news today. Did you like to start it off? Yeah, yeah. So this starts uh, DC Universe news. We have uh, one, two, three, four. Actually, no, three articles of news in regards to DC Universe news. So it's the first one I have here is on Thursday, August 18th, 2016, in an article by Steve Tilley from the Post Media Network with Canoe.com. 
Kevin Smith had a lot to say during a phone interview. They talked about Matt Damon, Suicide Squad, Star Wars, and Star Trek. But one interesting thing he had to say was about the Justice League movie and how he feels like it's taking a Marvel-esque route. He quoted saying, The audience that pays to see these things are like, there's a certain set of standards that we want. We come to see these superhero movies. And yes, most of these standards have been set for us by Marvel. Regardless, this is what we want in our superhero movies. We don't want doom and gloom. We want them to like each other on screen, meaning the the characters on screen. Um, We want them to have interplay. It looks like Warner Brothers and DC Comics heard that loud and clear. And everything that was missing or perceived to be missing from Batman v Superman seems like it's in full display in the Justice League. I'm on board. I was already on board, but I'm very happy to see that they're taking that direction. I agree. I mean, it does look like it's going to be a lot more fun just from right. the trailer alone. It, do, it definitely doesn't look doom and gloom. Not saying that I... Personally, I didn't really think that Batman v Superman was all that dark. I was, but it's... It wasn't, like, too dark to where it turned me off to it. Like, no, it's the introduction to the new Batman in the world, yeah. like, in this in this universe. Batman and, is kind of doom and gloom. Yeah, he's broody. Like, brooding and... Broody. I mean, brooding and, and dark and... Now, with the trailer, though, a lot of that was from The Flash, and The Flash is very anti-doom and gloom. He's always comedic and... Oh, absolutely. So you can't have a Flash in a movie without it being humorous or I'm, I mean, and, and if it wasn't for... When it, when Batman v Superman came out, I, I, I'm not, I can't speak for Lane. I feel like the general consensus between the two of us and my wife and, and, who, and you know, some friends that I have were very big advocates for the Flash TV show on the CW. And after walking out of Batman v Superman, we, I was not a fan of Ezra Miller and the way he looked. No on screen i just didn't like it at all i'm so used to grant gustin and but from this trailer i think i can get on board with it so even from the suicide squad the little bit we saw of him that was badass yeah it was like, so that cool. was so like, cool it was real it was really it was really awesome so i i'm definitely on board with this whole like double universe aspect of things i i hope that they do this on like the tv show i hope that with the introduction of superman on supergirl and things like that, that maybe we will see more of these characters bleeding into the TV shows. I'd love to see a Batman on in the, the TV universe would be dope. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really hoping that they, because they did say on Gotham that it would be, wouldn't be, it would be like a Smallville thing, like where he wouldn't be in Cape and Cowl until the very last scene of the very last episode, of the very last ten minutes or two minutes or whatever it was, which I think is retarded. Like, bring yeah. him on, like make it, make it. And the show is called Gotham, not Batman, so it's like... Well, yeah, I understand that, but... So I under- I mean, the show's about all that happened during his childhood to make him Batman. So, I mean, the same with Smallville. Like, it was all about everything that happened in Smallville or Metropolis. And- right. But if they're going to do it, if they're going to end Gotham like that, then make, then have plans for another show right after where we're going to see some Batman stuff live action on television. Well, they could very well incorporate Batman into the TV universe and just have it be... Bat- the Batman from Gotham, but it, this is obviously take because Gotham obviously takes place way before these other shows. Because yeah, oh, absolutely, Bruce Wayne's a child, like it has to. Like, See, I feel like they could get they could do something totally with the Flash and make the Flash like go back and grab See Gotham. Him. Like, yeah, it'd be so cool, man. But I mean, it's that, that Gotham is on Fox, so like I don't know if they'll ever yeah do that with. I mean, the CW, uh, no, that's CBS. I was gonna say it's like a uh, subsidiary of Fox, but it's not. It's a subsidiary, subsidiary of CBS. Subsidiary, yeah. That's why Supergirl transitioned so flawlessly, right? Because that it, it's all it's all the same thing. But now it's actually on CW, so it's going to be right, right. But we, I guess, we digress. So we'll we'll keep going here. 
Alright, uh, next part of the news. Looks like Suicide Squad has won the box office for the third weekend in a row, beating Captain America Winter Soldier and The Amazing Spider-Man 2. And as of Sunday, August 21st, at 10.30pm, the squad is at $572,683,335 worldwide, with a production budget of $175 million. So, so they've made way more money than they have spent. Uh, absolutely, that, which is great indication that Suicide Squad 2 would, will probably be coming. Right. They could I mean, use, if they use the same budget, they'd be already be fine. Oh, absolutely. Four times over. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, you got to pay. I mean, does the budget include the actor's income and all that? Uh, I really don't know the answer to that. I don't either. I, I would assume, yeah. Maybe. Maybe not. I'm not sure. I have no idea. Maybe maybe actors don't get paid until... After? After, like, DVD sales Well, I imagine stuff. whenever there's a... Whenever you write a contract up to be an actor in a movie, there's probably a set pay. Well, yeah, yeah. They know what they're getting regardless. Right. So maybe they do incorporate it into the budget. Yeah, I'm not really sure. I mean, I, I, who knows? I mean, I bet you Will Smith made most out of that whole movie. Oh, I guarantee it. I, want, I, I, I didn't pay attention to the credits, but I wonder if he was top billed. I'm sure. It's like Mark Hamill was top billed in Force Awakens, and he showed up for 10 seconds. Yeah. Like, so I don't, I don't really know. But, okay, so the producer of CW's The Flash was asked about the possibility of Black Flash to make a return for season three, and he was quoted saying, obviously we did that on purpose. Um, the exec- executive producer, Andrew Kreisberg, tells EW um, that we love working with Teddy Sears, who played Zoom and um, Jake Garrick on the show early on. Fake Jake Garrick. Yeah, fake Jake Garrick. Um, he's such an amazing actor and an amazing person and was so much a part of the success of the show last season. There aren't any immediate plans for that. You can't keep a good black flash down. So I'm sure that we'll be seeing uh, seeing him in the future. Well, I mean, that I, I wouldn't even think that'd be up for debate. I mean... <laughs> You know, I mean, the Black Flash has is reoccurring. Well, We're yeah, I mean, again. I, I, but it's, it's in some cases you can't necessarily put it past people to be like, oh, check it out. Here's a little Easter egg, and maybe we'll never get back to it ever again. But, it but they're not going to introduce an entire character that's that popular, Black Flash, and then not see him again. There's no that's way. No but way we know we know that, right? You know what I mean? But like some by, some bystander at Comic Con who doesn't really know, like maybe, yeah, I'm not really sure. So I guess well, I guess we'll have to wait and see, but uh, th- this last little bit is just uh, interesting. Another little Flash thing. Flash actor Grant Gustin was recently asked if he had stashed any hidden items on the set, and it was here that he revealed a special Easter egg that the cast has worked into every episode since season one via TV Insider. No, not personal items, but no one seems to notice that we have a rubber duck that we fit into almost every single scene in the police station. We have been doing it since early in season one. Sometimes it's an evidence bag that is a, that a cop is carrying. Damn it, that makes me want to, like, watch it. And, and just find see if find. Duck! 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 <laughs> so, from here on out, every episode, I'm going to try to find it in the se- in the police station from season three. I don't know, it's going to make me pay attention. As if we already don't pay attention enough. Oh, yeah, we, we should. watch that show like it's, like, hawks. Oh, yeah. W- waiting for their prey. All right, well, that uh, that's all of our nerd news, and we're going to get right into our little discussion of Fear the Walking Dead. Right. Well, there was, I mean, there there was, like, only one thing of Marvel that was worth talking about, and it was just, I guess, Infinity War is no longer Infinity War Part 1 and 2. Huh. I guess it's, like, they're two separate movies. It's just Avengers Infinity War and then Avengers Something else. 4, oh, whatever okay. that's going to be. It's a whole separate thing. Like, Interesting. So I don't know. It's just a, I guess it just really depends on how Infinity War ends, you know, to, uh, to right. make that. 
But uh, so Fear the Walking Dead started this week and um, last night, I guess, and we watched it this morning and we're going to talk about it. The episode was episode nine and it was called Grotesque. Um, so we I didn't take any notes for it. But we're going to read a recap here from online because... It's okay. We don't even really need to. It was a pretty yeah, simple it was episode. Yeah, very uneventful in my opinion. I hate episodes like that. But Well, I mean, we were, like I said, we kind of snuck up on us at all, but now all of a sudden walking, Fear the Walking Dead's back, and it's going to be the same in October. we got two months until Walking Dead comes back on, and I cannot... I'll never forget, for the life of me, how, how far away Walking Dead is. But I honestly had no idea until late Saturday night that Fear the Walking Dead... Because we watch Fear the Walking Dead, but it's not doesn't have the same impact as Walking Dead. Oh, yeah, agreed wholeheartedly. I like it. I like it. I'm glad it's on, and I'm glad you know I like seeing. You know, in two years from now, it might be fantastic. insane. Like, yeah, we I might mean, it's still pretty insane. Love it. Like, there's some insane stuff that happens, but I know the characters. Well, what, what happened at the end of the last se- season? We know that the old the old Mexican man died. I that was uh, I damn Daniel. Daniel, that was our episode, damn Daniel. Damn Daniel, he, <laughs> he died. Uh, in the fire, like that whole place pretty much burned down. So we think that we actually yeah. He might not. We didn't see his dead body, but yeah, he might not be dead. But um, uh, the dad, Travis, Travis, and his son, his actual son, Nick, Eric, Nick, Chris, Chris, <laughs> new Carl, new Carl. Hey, as you guys have known for twenty five episodes, my name remembering abilities are horrible. Shit. That's a trend with podcasts. But uh, a lot of them that I listen to don't. They don't. They always they either butcher names. Yeah. Or don't remember names. It's hard, man. But uh, he stayed with him because he's having problems. And then Nick's mom, they went off. They're, they were leaving, obviously. And then, but Nick was being a kind of a little prissy bitch, saying, "Oh, they're, they're dead," or blah blah blah. blah that fucking old he Mexican woman said, "I walk among them." So he he went off on his own. That's where the episode starts. Yeah. It pretty much starts. I'd say the next morning, like because he woke up covered in the same blood and the same shirt. Like right. I feel like it was a pretty. I don't feel like there wasn't very much time between the end of the last episode and this one. Yeah, I agree. And 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 here here's exactly how it starts. Uh, so th- this recap is pretty detailed, it seems, for a very uneventful episode. But we're gonna we're gonna talk about it. It says Nick wakes up on a mattress uh, beneath a cross. His clothes are covered in blood, and he's laying beside two dead bodies. <laughs> they were close friends. I saw them a few days ago. Quoted a uh, new character. She opens the curtains, and Nick gets up to see a young boy playing outside with a soccer ball. He asks where they are going, and the woman tells Nick she's going to find the boy's father. Nick asks about the others. She tells them they will search for Sanctuary. She asks if he will follow them. She warns him that if he is to head north, the roads are filled with enemies. She would like to go with him, but she needs to take care of the orphans. No, it's not the Sanctuary. She actually means sanctuary itself. like Yeah, just the, the term of the, sanctuary. The definition of sanctuary. That would be crazy if they yeah. were heading to Negan's sanctuary. Yeah, so I was making sure that it's not the same thing. But for all of you out there who don't read the Walking Dead comic books and are just watching the show, nobody has any idea what sanctuary even means, so spoilers. Right. Outside, the woman hands Nick some supplies. Uh, you know, like water and a backpack and some stuff. And it's a pretty good-sized gallon of water, and she tells him, this will get you to where you're going. I don't know if I know exactly where he's going, but they make it seem like he's headed to Tijuana. Yeah. Which is very close to Southern California, so he might be very well heading back up to the States. And yeah, he's a, he's about 100 miles away from it. Yeah. So now Nick steps back inside and looks at the bodies before heading off through mountain and desert. He is covered in the zombie blood and sees a sign indicating that Tijuana is 100 miles away. So he's heading up to Tijuana, which, I mean, he's being his weird self. You know, he's covering himself in the blood and shit, and 
I like smart. Nick. Yeah, I, I like do Nick like too. him. I think he's, I don't. I liked him up until that last episode, uh, last the last uh, the mid season f- uh, finale. Yeah, he was being kind of an idiot. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what you get in The Walking Dead. Characters you like will be idiots, and you're like, fuck. Mm. But uh, so eventually, Nick comes across a couple of wrecked cars, and, um, and but he keeps walking. He has a really interesting run-in with a walker that in that car where he, he finds a water bottle, drinks that water bottle, and that run-in. He's a, isn't it's not like a she's like buckled in the front seat, right? And she's like I don't know she's making a lot of funny noises, yeah. And she was really intent on eating him, but he was like twiddling her fingers. Remember? It was so weird. That's the same one they took the radio out of. Yeah, I think that happens after because that's when those guys showed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the the this episode had a lot of flashbacks also. Uh, so it says pre-apocalypse, Nick is having a thumb war with a girl his age, Gloria. She wants him to lie about his parents so he can avoid jail. She tries to get him to talk badly about his parents, but he refuses at first. Eventually, though, he starts complaining about his father being tired all the time. And as far as daddy issues goes, I don't think <laughs> your dad being tired all the time is all that bad. Like he, he probably worked. He was saying it as his, like, uh, he used to have time for him, but now he was so tired. He says a dad is supposed to be able to teach his son how to handle the world, but I guess the world was too much for him or something, and that, that's interesting. Right, and this is we don't even know who Nick's father is. Yeah, well... We'll see. We see what happens to him later, but we don't see, but we hear. But right now, Nick continues his trek as the sun sets. He finds an abandoned house and investigates inside. Night falls and Nick is asleep. A woman finds him with a baseball bat and starts yelling at him in Spanish. Now he was and she like woke him up like that and she just yelling and screaming at him in Spanish. He goes, "Oh fuck! Oh, oh Jesus Christ! Oh, wait, wait, wait!" <laughs> and then like he fucking he's like, "Let me get my bag. Let me get my bag." And she just starts beating his ass with this freaking. She would not let him take his bag. No, not at all. So he loses his water and whatever, whatever else he had. Yeah, whatever he had. And, but then, you know, but that girl had a daughter, so I can't blame him to, her too much. Like, no, she hits him a lot with that bath. He though. looked pretty fucking weird, you know, like, yeah. I, like, you know, I wouldn't. Covered in blood. So that's a little, I can't blame her too much for that. So then the next day he continues down another street, obviously in a bit of pain um, from the encounter. He comes across an, aban- uh, so he comes across abandoned cars, plural. And finds a walker buckled into the driver's seat. Okay, so this is what we were talking about earlier. Yeah, you were you jumped the gun there. Yeah, I guess I thought it was all the same thing. Um, she's buckled into the driver's seat and she's reaching for him. He touches her fingertips before taking some water from the floor. Yeah, it was funny. Like he was like fucking yeah, he playing was hands. Weird. He was like twiddling her fingers. He reaches for the radio in her car as a walker's teeth smash together in efforts to bite Nick. He gets he gets the radio nonetheless and tries to find a signal, but a few men approach in a jeep. They use a bayonet to put down a not-so-distant walker, which was a guy who was still alive, but he was probably was dying of something. No, that wasn't that guy. They There was a walker outside of the car. Oh, then that's what they mean by that. Yes. For some reason, I meant I thought they meant, like, no. a guy whose soul wasn't fully dead. No, no. Um, I don't know why I thought Physical that. distance. <laughs> <laughs> Physical distance. <laughs> okay. Um, Getting a little deep on us there, Deej. I guess. I don't know. Um, Nick hides... Watching the men approach um, a man in his car asking for water. Okay, so that was who I thought. They kill him and laugh. Nick's radio starts to make a noise, so he takes off. The men shoot at him as he runs uh, into the woods nearby. He eventually finds a vast field and stumbles through it alone. Yeah, he doesn't get shot once. They are pretty bad aim, apparently. So, for those of you out there, not now I know Lane doesn't watch it, but he, he knows who it is. But the guy, yeah. the main guy, looked just like Julian from Trailer Park Boys. Like a Mexican Julian. Yeah, he looked a lot like John So J. far, P. we've John seen Blake. a Mexican John Black, and we've seen a Mexican Julian. Jack Black? I forgot about Mexi Jack Black. <laughs> <laughs> Mexi Jack Black was awesome, dude. He cracked me up. He looked just like Jack Black, dude. It's 
You could have told me that was Nacho Libre, and I totally believed it. <laughs> like I, t- I, I just thought it was so funny. That's funny. Can't remember his name. I don't know. I don't remember anybody's name. I don't remember the main guy's name. I ain't, I ain't remembering that guy's name. New Carl and Maxi Jack Black. That's a, oh, the only one we remember is Daniel. Daniel. Dan, no, Daniel. Damn, Strand. Daniel. I'll never forget Strand's name for some reason. Yeah, well, Strand looks a lot like Tyrese. Yeah. That's. And uh, well, Nick's running and not getting shot. He just, you know, these guys are poor shots apparently. So. Nick struggles to catch his breath as the sun beats down on him. He steps on a cactus, which prompts him to realize there is water inside of it. What just seemed to me was ridiculous. I understand you're tired and stuff, but that cactus, out in the middle of nowhere, in broad daylight, he didn't see the cactus that he tripped over. Like, yeah. That thing is huge. Like, <laughs> it's ridiculous to me. Well, he like tries pulling it off, and like he's poking himself and shit and whatever, and he, uh, he gets one of the leaves off, kicks it off, and then he tries breaking it in half, but he's not getting much water. So he crushes it to bits and tries to eat, starts eating like the guts of it, and apparently it's disgusting. He throws up, and then he proceeds to drink his piss. <laughs> like that's better than cactus. He's bare grills, man. Yeah, but I mean that can't be worse. That cannot be better than cactus. Like, no. I don't yeah, like, I I don't know. I've never had cactus, so I can't speak for Nick. If I feel like it's something I probably <clears throat> wouldn't like. Yeah, you probably won't like it. I'm not saying that it's delicious, but it's more delicious than piss. I Have guarantee. Have you ever drink your piss? Uh, no. But I can guarantee it. Uh, what's that movie where he said he drinks his piss because he's sterile and he likes the taste? I don't know. Dodgeball. Oh. Do, I have another question, though. What? You lived down there in the south. Do they have... You know how, like, here... You I didn't live go, in the south. I lived in southern California. Southern California. So the west. People might think I lived in Louisiana. Yeah, true. So here in... In, in Pennsylvania, in this part of the world, you can go out to the hardware store. I'm sure over there, too. But you can go to the hardware store and buy gloves that are impervious to blade cutting and things like that. Like Teflon type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now, do, down there, do they sell gloves specifically tailored for people who work with cacti? Like impervious to really being poked? Know. I imagine, maybe. But I think Mexicans just don't give a shit. They just go. Because I feel like it would be really hard to break off, like, a piece of cactus and... and, and Drink the water out of it. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. I think if you have time to buy some anti-cacti gloves to go tre- trekking through the desert, you probably could buy some water. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know that. I'm saying, but you said that they eat it. Yeah, they could. So they it. have to go ca- harvest it somehow. Well, like they could. They my my like my na- my next door neighbor had it growing out of his backyard. Right. And it has fruit on it. You eat the fruit, but then they take off the other part, which. I mean, they probably use gloves or something. I don't know. Like, they have any... You can use two lids from a pot. I don't know. Well, I guess I never really thought that you could even take, like, a poke knife and just cut the, the, yeah. the spikes off of it. Yeah, you know, like, when you're at your home, you have way more means of getting a cactus out without hurting yourself. But right. They would, like, cook it on the grill or something. It was good. Huh. Now, there might be different types of cactus that are delicious. You know, I don't know much about my cactus, but... Right. <laughs> Well, anyway, I just was kind of curious. I don't know. I don't know what prompted that thought, but I just wanted to know. <laughs> um, so let's see. Later, Nick struggles to catch his breath. Oh no, you already read that one. Um, it says pre-apocalypse. So this is another flashback. Nick and Gloria sit in a police station waiting. Uh, Madison walks in, and a a woman. That's that's Nick's mom, uh, Madison. And a woman cuts off cuts Nick off on his way to her and tells him they need to meet privately. The first thing Nick asks about is his father. She tells him he isn't coming. I'm, I'm pretty sure she said daddy isn't coming. 
Your dad isn't coming. I don't remember. I think she said daddy, uh, which I thought was strange, but don't quote me on that. Um, She tells me he isn't coming, adding that he was in an accident on his way home. He died in a head-on collision. Nick doesn't take the news well. Gloria hears Nick yell. Nick Nick yells from the hallway and goes to see what happened. So yeah, he's he's pretty upset that his that his father had been killed. Um, I I almost wanted to say her name was Maggie, but I'm glad that I yeah. I mean, he don't. You know, he was talking poorly about his dad earlier, but that that one that girl of his kind of prompted it. But I think he did care about his dad, obviously. Not the way he acted, he obviously did. So then this, the next scene leading, he like, he like wakes up. It's like it's almost like he was dreaming the ba- the flashback, which is interesting. And then he says, uh, "Nick wakes up to a couple of rabid dogs barking at him. A couple of German shepherds." What, what makes him think that they were rabid necessarily? I don't know. Ra- I don't know. They, I don't know if they were rabid. They were just pissed. I don't know. They were like, hungry for sure. Yeah. But, uh, uh, one starts biting his leg, and he uses a rock to fight it off. Like this dog, like like we would just we came to the conclusion that the dogs are obviously hungry too. You know. Which, to me, is amazing that they didn't start eating him. They barked at him to wake him up then to try to eat him. Right. And so um, so he climbs on top of the van, and his leg's pretty fucked up. Like, it's it's a little bit little bit messed up. I'm wondering if maybe the dogs were smart enough to try to bark at him to make sure he wasn't dead. Hmm. Interesting. You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe they weren't. Maybe they're not interested in eating dead meat. Well, they, were, when they went to try to eat walkers later, and even though they're moving, they're, the meat's still dead. True. Yeah, true. I don't know. Well, the barking stops as a horde of walkers approach, like a pretty good-sized horde, which ultimately the dogs kind of saved his life. Because yeah. if they didn't bark and wake him up, he probably would have. it would have been a little bit too late. Dude, they, they go for them walkers, man. Oh, my God. They fucking bolted. They're like, food! <laughs> they were like taking – they take down a couple, but ultimately serve as a distraction as the walkers are getting devoured. See, and the weird thing is that uh, Nick was on top of the van, and he was watching it, and he, he was smiling. And as my wife Amber said – why is he smiling? And, and Lane's like, he almost just got eat, like, eaten by them damn dogs. He's probably happy that they got eaten. Yeah, if somebody was trying to eat me, and then I just watched them get ate, I might be like, yeah, you and, fucker. And here, the way my brain's working is that I'm thinking, like, Nick's going to go save them dogs and train them up and have them as weapons. Yeah, as soon as he goes, he's like, oh, I wonder if he's going to train them. Nope, they're getting ate. <laughs> I was like, damn it, that would have been so cool, though. Yeah. That was so awesome, dude. I would have loved that. The, he totally gives me the impression that he would be some, some dude who would be like, he's like, these dogs are dope. I'm going to take him and train right. him and come back as a total hoss later. Now, it's funny because he's, like, on top of this van. But I would have I would have slept on top of that van to begin with, probably. Like, yeah. Why the hell you sleep outside on the grass by yourself where any walker could come up and just eat your ass? Like, yeah. I don't know. But, I was going to ask you a question earlier, but I feel like it might be a little too grotesque. Well, let's go ahead. Uh, so, you remember whenever he was twiddling the thumbs of that... You think he wanted to hit that? No, I'm asking you if you would ever try any weird stuff. Like I with a walker, put, I could have put my wiener in her hand or something. And see, yeah, do you think she would? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess it, it, de- <laughs> it depends on how fresh the zombie is. Because I was talking to somebody about it, but like, man, that's a hot ass zombie. Like, is it rape if it's a zombie? I don't know. I'd do it. Like, could you imagine, like, no just like putting putting it right there, and the walker's like trying to get at it. It's just like the I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> That was the best you've ever had. Cause like, that, I totally think that's something Merle would have done. I feel like she would rip it off. Though. Like, they're not trying. They're she would grip it hard, and I'd be like, ooh, 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 teeth, teeth. <laughs> that's what if it was like. Uh, she's like, she's like, oh, I've been waiting, and just like grabs hot dog buns and just fits, Put, fits it in there, puts some mustard on it. <laughs> it's like nobody's ever presented this like this. <laughs> that looks delicious. <laughs> anyway, anyway, that's weird. 
I don't know. I wanted to ask you while we were watching it, but... Well... Sorry for the sirens. We're in the downtown area. And well, later, Nick moves around on top of the van, causing it to make noise and to attract the walkers. Like, he, he wasn't doing it on purpose, but his leg hurt pretty bad, so I imagine he was trying to shift, and he was, like, looking at it, because, you know, that dog was biting him, not to attack him, not to defend, to eat him. Yes. So... I imagine the dog was biting his leg pretty hard. And that yeah, absolutely. And so, uh, just as they close in and Nick's resorts to a prayer, I guess, it looks like he's praying or something, a uh, horn sounds and attracts the walkers in another direction. And you hear gunshots and horns, and you just assume it's those three douchebags we saw earlier. Nick jumps from the, the van and stumbles over to the dog for something to eat, just like the walkers. So he continued to eat after the walkers on those dogs. Oh, that was disgusting. I mean, man, when you're that hungry, you'll eat anything, I'm sure. Like, I know. And I just, like, people all over the place, I, I mean, obviously, you, you think for, like, it, it's not, it's not the walkers' saliva or the virus inside them that's gonna infect you. It's dying of any kind in this Yeah, world. but if a walker just bites you, you, you die. Right. Because it gets infected. Yeah, but what is infecting it? The spit in their mouth? The... I don't know. Because you'd think that that dog would be... If that was the case, that dog would be riddled with walker saliva. I know. That's what, that's what I don't... They don't really make it clear what exactly about the bite. It would just have to be the bacteria in the mouth. But if walkers are eating... Like, if a walker spits in your mouth, are you going to become a walker? I don't know. Yeah, like, because... Well, no, because I don't know... In the comic book, he remember he kind of makes out with his daughter, the governor. Yeah. He didn't turn into a walker. Right. Yeah. That's what I don't. I don't exactly understand the science behind a walker bite and how that how that works specifically. But I did. I did ask somebody because Brian from work had talked to me about it, and I was trying. I was having the same conversation. And I was like, you know, I really don't know the answer, and I did bring it up, but the explanation I got wasn't necessarily a perfect explanation. Well, it'd be like, I don't know. You'd have to. It's just what aspect of the bite is what causes the zombie transformation or the death like if you bit me in the arm and drew blood and then a zombie drooled on it would i turn into would it be the same effect i don't know i don't know i don't know if there's a way to and uh nick jumps from the fan and stumbles over to the dog he starts eating the dog one walker makes his way back to him kind of crawling like he's kind of like army crawling over to him and uh nick gets on top of it and takes its belt off which he kind of made like a tourniquet type thing trying to stop the stop the blood from his leg or whatever so he's pretty smart about that um he starts to become delusional and on the walk and starts hearing voices like it's kind of funny because like he's walking with a herd of zombies yeah and oh yeah it's like they're talking they're like hey yeah it was so weird <laughs> hey hey yeah yeah <laughs> it's funny as shit but i can't they could turn that into a funny ass uh bad lip reading okay so he, all right so i found the answer that i got from that from uh that girl from that post and she said uh, I had basically asked the same question a buddy at work approached me with this question I didn't know how to answer if a walker bites you why does it matter if you are already infected with the virus um, and pretty much she said anyway to answer your question um, everyone has the virus but it's dormant until you die of course but getting bit causes the inevitable death inevitable death because once the fever hits it eventually kills you like with Jim and Bob, so yeah, but why a does bite the bite is fatal. Fever? I don't know. That's what and I said. And I said the same thing. I said, so what causes the fever? She said the bite causes the fever. Causes the fever. She goes, I look at it as any other type of wound. Say so you get bit by a dog or even a human bite. 
which almost always gets infected or a bad cut if it goes untreated and that gets infected eventually you no, know that treatment stupid. i know i agree says you get a fever and the infection will spread i.e you get it in your bloodstream and because kill you. he just got bit by a dog and he's not going to turn into a walker on the show right but if he got bit the exact same way by a walker and even though they treat it and even though they put peroxide on it it's it goes to their it doesn't that's the, no that doesn't make she what she says makes no sense yeah she said with a walker bite there is no treatment because the infection is already present so you're just going to die which but, i don't but the infection is already present before the zombie bite i agree no, she's dumb. I don't care. She's <laughs> I didn't say she was smart. I'm just no. saying that was the... Because I still disagree with her no matter what <clears throat> happened. But I I, I just kind of didn't respond. You can't I compare didn't. it to another bite because then if a person bites you in the, in the Walking Dead, you don't turn into a zombie. Yeah, That's because the way that they treat it in the show is no matter what, if you're bitten... You're done. You're, unless, yeah. unless you cut the leg like they cut Unless the you cut it off. It's not like you can take somebody and get that wound treated because if, you know, worried about it getting infected because the infection, it wouldn't matter. Right. They're just going to turn anyway. Dumb. So there's there has to be something vir- viral happening from a walker bite that's making a walker bite always fatal. Well, I want to learn more. I wish you could talk to uh, Kirkman and then find out because, like, what about it? Like, is it the spit? Is it – it has to be the bacteria in the mouth. If any of you out there know a little bit more about it than we do, then I would be happy to know because, I mean, we, we've been reading Walking Dead for years, and, and we've always thought – you know, there's, there's several there's – several mind-bending question questions that we've had about the show or the show and the comics themselves um one of them being you know what makes what makes a bite so fatal um the other being what makes a walker stop eating somebody right which is another question that we talked about in this in this episode too because the the um we'll, we'll talk about it when we get to it but those guys were left right mangled but not fully devoured and um, well, and come back to where he's walking with a horde of zombies, and they're kind of talking to him. He starts. Uh, one of them, one of them to his right, tells him, "Come with me. I'll take you home." He looks at her again in disbelief, but she's gone. So like, it's he's just it's weird. Yeah, it's uh, he was he was talking to a whole bunch of them like, and they were. I'm pretty sure I heard one of them say, "One of us." Like he's one of us. It's just weird. But in it, any of you who are currently caught up in the Walking Dead comic books, kind of. Uh, you know, should should uh, understand some similarities between what's going on right now or a couple a couple issues back versus th- this. It was pretty strange. But he's uh well at this point he looks he looks quite a bit like a walker. He looks more like a walker than some actual walkers. Do. Yeah, and it, the due to the bite on his leg, he's he's limping like one, and he's all bloodied up, and he just looks fucking. He just looks like a walker. Yeah, like for sure. So let's see. Uh, a sign indicates that the horde is 40 miles from Tijuana, so he's walked 60 miles, which is an amazing feat. Um, Nick sees the same jeep approaching, blowing its horn. It stops about 100 feet ahead of the horde, and the men get out to gun down the walkers. Nick doesn't flinch. The undead are gunned down around him. He stares the man ahe- or at the man ahead of him and continues to approach. The man drops his bullets and gets distracted and eventually devoured, well, along with his friend. I feel like the man recognized him because the way he looked at him, he's like, uh... Like, yeah, he looked specifically yeah, they, at Nick's they, they eyes. They never really... But it was just weird how he looked right at Nick's face. Yeah. And he kind of got scared, and that's what made him drop his bullets. <laughs> like Nick was using walkers as weapons. Yeah. Like he's and a man version of Michelle. I, I honestly thought Nick was about to start eating these guys. Like I yeah. Wouldn't, I wouldn't have been surprised. But. Yeah. So then uh, the one of them escapes uh, in the Jeep, and Nick watches the other get eaten. Um, so that's... The others get eaten. There's three guys. 
So later, Nick and the Horde continue on their path. A group of three men watch them from above. Well, two men and a woman. Oh, a group of three. I'm sorry, I thought I said men. So yeah, two men and a woman watch them from watch him from above. Um, they debate helping him. Nick collapses, and Luciana decides not to help him, but the other men want to. Well, they acted like they were looking for somebody else because she says it's not him. Right. And they said, but she. Wa-, and then the one guy says, well, he walks among them. And he's like, so he's dying, and she's like, she just doesn't care. Right. But it's who's they looking for? Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. So we got another flashback. Um, pre-apocalypse Nick and Gloria lay in bed reading a book. Um, they are in a church where they first found Nick in season one. Gloria grabs some drugs, and they get ready for a high. Which what a way to put now, that. That woman, that girl, is the girl from the beginning that when he woke up, she was not in there, and then he looked for her, and then she was the first walker. Like, yes, yeah. She was patient zero. And, well, and, I wouldn't say pa- She probably wasn't the first walker Well, what ever. we believe patient zero. This is the first walker we ever see in the entire series of Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah. Um, now, potentially, she could be patient zero. We don't know, but... I suppose it's not out of their own possibility. It is the first one that is introduced. Um, anyway, so later it's hot and sunny again. Nick limps through a neighborhood as dogs bark at him. He has found well, Tijuana. We gotta mention he passes out kind of when they're watching him when he's walking. He kind of falls over and passes out. Yeah, that's and then when it starts the, raining. And yeah, that's, that's what wakes the, him up. Um, that's when he has that that. Uh, uh, that's when he has that flashback. That flashback, and yeah, and he wakes up and it's uh, pouring down and rain on him. He just looks. Ju- jubilated. Oh, I, I totally skipped right over that. He so, lays in the street, his rain falls on him, he's happy. Like, yeah, you, yeah, that would have to, to be. be the best feeling thing in the world at that moment. Like, yeah, absolutely. So later, it's hot and sunny, and Nick limps through a neighborhood, his dog's barking at him. He has found Tijuana. Um, he heads into a drugstore, but, uh, but it's been raided, so he struggles to find anything. The shelves are desolate. He searches everywhere. He eventually finds some gauze to bandage himself up with and he is applying it while he's applying it Luciana and two men walk in the door with guns they ask if it's a bite and he explains that a dog bit him not a walker she offers to help him and invites him with her she says I know somebody who can help you I still think it's crazy that growing up in Southern California that much and he doesn't know more Spanish than he does yeah absolutely he's like Pedro he's Um, like por favor agua oh yeah and he's like drinking the water and she like takes it from him because he was getting kind of selfish maybe yeah. Because only a little bit. <laughs> uh, so elsewhere, Nick is cared for by a well-kept man using gloves to keep his injuries sterilized. He cuts Nick's jeans with scissors. He uses some rubbing alcohol to clean the wound. He tells Nick Luciana said he was brave. He says he's not brave, but foolish. He tells Nick walking with the dead is, strain- is strange company, which, yeah, that makes sense. Um, Nick tells the doctor that he wants to be where the dead aren't monsters. The doctor opens the doors, and Nick follows, seeing a thriving community. He walks outside into it, past Luciana, and observes the new world he has found. People are boxing, playing soccer, carrying purses, cooking, buying clothes. There's, like, shops everywhere. Like, I feel like there was an electronics shop. Yeah, and food at a market. <laughs> the ball rolls in. The ball rolls to Nick, and he kicks it back with a smile. So this is a thriving Mexican community Which in is Tijuana. Like, yeah, like DJ said, the Mexicans would be able to figure it all out. Yeah, no, no, no racism here, but they would. They, you know, they're that resourceful. But yeah, there was like a there was like a, a stand with like electronics. <laughs> like it, was it was weird. It was so weird, but community seems to be thriving. Like, yeah, like everybody was happy and they were like selling their wear. It was like a flea market. <laughs> like fuck the apocalypse. I'm still making money. Uh, yeah, right. Like, I'm, it was weird. 
But, what? I mean, all in all, this episode was it was a little uneventful. It was pretty It was pretty much just Nick. Nobody else. We didn't see anybody else except yeah. for the flashbacks. Solo episode for Nick. Which is interesting. Like, it's, 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 like now he's found this big, this decent-sized group, so we'll see how, where that leads. I'm sure next episode it'll be all about either... It'll probably be all about Travis, and then the one after that will be all about them, and then it'll go back and forth. I feel like that's how they're going to Probably. Play. Here's to hoping that the season finale for this episode is awesome. Yeah, agreed. Because, I mean, not that, not that season one wasn't awesome, but I think that this one could be even crazier. Like, season two of The Walking Dead, the regular Walking Dead was insane. This finale was nuts. That was when Michonne showed up. Right? Yeah, that was uh, the, uh, besides the dying fire, that was uh, the, the attack on the barn. Right. Herschel's unlimited ammo clip. Yeah. Um, but un, 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 Unlimited ammo. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I'm glad I'm glad that it's back. It was not a nice surprise. Um. But, and then tomorrow, tomorrow we will have, supposedly, if, if it doesn't end up on YouTube, then I am going to have to acquire it somehow. But tomorrow is the season six release on Blu-ray for The Walking Dead. Um, it's got a bunch of special features in regards to Negan. One of them is an extended edition of the finale. And it is the uncut version of that episode so we'll get to see all the swear words so we will see negan uncut verbatim from the comic books um and i have i've been so excited for this i cannot wait to hear it i will clip it onto this next week's episode oh yeah if i can acquire it i will clip it right into this i will put the whole damn clip in like i can't wait for it yeah it's apparently from what is said the reports say that he Drops an F-bomb 23 times. Good. He does that in the comic books. I know. They had, like, a count of which words were said, and there was one fuckity. Fuckity? <laughs> yeah. And I'm that excites me great. Hell yeah, that's the way he talks. Like I that's... can't wait to hear, I'm going to smash the fucking fuckity, fuckity fuck out of you, one of you guys. I can't wait to hear that. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's going to change the entire... It's going to make the whole entire scene more intense. Though. Oh, man. You know, he did a pretty good job of being intense without all that. It's just... I mean, and if if work schedules work out and we can make it happen, maybe we can get Dylan and Nate back in just for that that scene. Even if we can get them over later in the week and we can sit down with our phones or something and talk to them about what they thought right. of it, because they were on that episode and we promised them that anytime we talk about that that episode, we're gonna they're going to try to get them involved. But sometimes our work schedules don't all work out. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass, but yeah, we'll, we'll get something figured out. But they're definitely going to be on for the premiere episode in October. We're gonna yeah. have them back on because it's basically a two-part episode. I want to have like a Walking Dead, like round table. evening thing, even like get some food and yeah, just like hang out and watch it. Yeah, I mean that episode or just yeah, well yeah, specifically yeah. It's too hard to get everybody the same day off for the same for every episode, but if we can all get that first episode, just have a good ass night, hang out, watch the show, talk about it, yes. eat some food and you know whatever. Oh, absolutely. Um, but that's that's the game plan. As for next week uh, on this show, I really don't know what we're going to be talking about. I mean, we'll probably, probably talk fear about the Walking Dead. Fear the Walking Dead. We got some other graphic novels we want to read and get to it. That's I mean, I've, we've been promising for months now that we're going to read the Death of Superman. It's been a pain. It's long as hell, and I've, I've moved. And speaking of the Death of Superman, I should have put this in nerd news. I forgot all about it until I just mentioned this. I guess Henry Cavill tweeted out a picture. Yeah, of the black suit. Of, of a black, black suit. Yeah. Which is awesome. Hell yeah. I, I hope he has a mullet. Did you know... Do you know what that black suit does? No. 
apparently it helps aid him in recuperating fully. Oh. It absorbs more sunlight mm, okay. than, than his regular suit. Than his regular suit does. And it helps him it helps him get more powerful faster. Right. It pretty much makes him regular strength Superman with quicker. Yes. It, it helps him it just helps his body heal way faster in that in that black suit and then and then obviously he'll be back in his normal suit probably by by the end of the movie but I wonder if they're going to cuz I think in the comic books in one of the comic books that's how Superboy was made or something is that Lex Luthor took dead Superman's body and cloned Superman Huh that is what Superboy is or is he's a cloned Superman but I wonder if that if that, that's how they're going to do that Not really sure But I know that have you ever heard of Monel no. I guess he's some sort of um, Kryptonian something. Maybe he's not really a Kryptonian. He's some, he's a part of the Legion of Superheroes. Oh. And he's going to be on Super Legends of Tomorrow or Supergirl, one or the other. And he but he has instead of being Kryptonite, he has he's a, like susceptible to lead. Interesting. He he reacts the same way Superman would, but with lead. Huh. So I'm not sure he's full. I don't think he's full on Kryptonian. Interesting. Yeah. But he's, he's related to the L family. He might be sort. like a hybrid of sorts. Yeah, so I guess that concludes for it. I mean, we only, we talked for about 46 minutes here. Um, we don't really have anything else to talk about, but we will definitely... Yeah, we can only talk about what we get. Right? Yeah, right? Definitely stick around for future episodes. We've got a lot of stuff coming out. You know, oh, yeah. This Doctor be Strange, the next few years. Doctor Strange, be... Fantastic Beasts, all that stuff Rogue we talked about a million times. Rogue One. Rogue One's probably going to be a long episode. Gear up. We're definitely going to have Robbie and Aaron back yeah. and Brandon. Yep. Definitely get him back on there. Maybe if we're lucky, we can get Brandon physically in the in the Nertocalypse headquarters. That would be something. Yes. That would be cool as hell. I don't know if it'll ever happen, but uh, I've known him for a long time, met him on Xbox Live, and I, I think that we might be able to get a physical meet someday. Right. Yeah. We've so talked I'm, about it for years. It'll happen someday, I'm sure. Like, yeah. Whether we make it down there or... See, I mean, I would like to go to like a Comic-Con... I've never been to a comic con before. I'd like to go Either to one. Maybe maybe one near him would be pretty cool. That's the end of this episode. Thanks for tuning in. Right, well, you guys have a nerdtastic day. Hey, I just wanted to say before the episode was over that uh, the walking the Fear of the Walking Dead recap that we read from today came from comicbook.com. Um and uh, usually pretty detailed. I just wanted to give that give that as a source there. That way nobody think that we wrote that ourselves or anything like that. Wanted to give proper credit where proper credit is due. So it did. It came from comicbook.com, and um, I don't know who it was written by, but uh, there's, there's a lot of good guys over there. It's where we get a lot of our news from and stuff like that. So uh, we'll uh, go ahead and end that. End on that note here, and you guys have a great day. We at Nerd Talkalypse Podcast assume no claim in sounds, references, music, and graphics and are not affiliated or endorsed by any companies involved, such as Disney, Lucasfilm, Marvel, DC Comics, Warner Brothers, Sony, ComicBook.com, or any of their affiliates. Nerd Talkalypse is a non-profit generating podcast made for entertainment purposes. We can be found on social media at Facebook.com slash NerdTalkalypse and on Twitter at NerdTalkalypse. You can also email us, NerdTalkalypse at gmail.com. We really appreciate you listening. Please subscribe to us at any of the following servers, iTunes, Stitcher, Satchel, Player FM, and TuneIn Radio. Or also on Facebook every Monday for a live viewing of the show. Please, if you enjoy the show, let us know via email or review on iTunes. If you'd like to be a guest, either in person or via Skype, please send us an email. If there's any subject matter you wish us to discuss, please let us know. We will do all the necessary research to bring you that specific content, either in our next episode or a special of your very own. Thank you again for listening to Nerd Talk Lips Podcast.